Welcome to the Lost Map Podcast. Welcome to the Lost Map Podcast. I'm your host, Pictish Trail. Have you heard of me? I have, and I'm a massive fan of me. Are you a massive fan? Look, I'm sat here on my own in my studio on the Isle of Egg. I'm feeling really lonely. But look, across the internet, I'm accompanied by my good friend, Laura Doherty. Hello. I was going to make it sound like I was like really far away and then gone closer, but hello. Hello. Thank God you're here. I felt so alone. Oh. I'm here now, so everything's surely going to be fine. I bloody well hope so. The Lost Map Podcast, for those of you who've never listened before, is a podcast about Lost Map Records. And if you don't know what that is, how did you even find this podcast? I mean, who even are you? What are you doing here? I've seen listed that the podcast, it comes under travel. 
on Spotify. Yeah, I don't. I never quite understand that. When I registered the podcast, which you have to do through Apple Podcasts when you register any podcast, you have to sort of put down the categories of what your podcast is. So I put down music as the primary category, and then I couldn't think of what else it could be. Because at that point, <laughs> at that point, it was just going to be about visitations and people coming over to eggs. Visitations. Visitations, which is our residency program for those of you who don't have ears or memory did you select travel it's like travel yeah yeah travel because it's egg it feels like it's exotic isn't it well i mean you live there so you're not traveling there no so it's all relative isn't it so you like it's like an invitation to travel here oh that's nice i feel like i'm giving a sort of audio postcard if you will of the island of eeg i selected travel in the categories and i also selected comedy so (laughs) (laughs) but you're right on the spotify listings it comes up as a travel and comedy podcast and the whole the the music music. seems to like disappear it's primarily a music podcast is that fair to say i would say primarily music speaking of which what did we just just listen listen to? to an amazing track called eroded by two white cranes it's a track from Two White Crane's most recent album, which, let me tell you, came out on Lost Map Records on Compact Disc, or CD for short, at the end of 2023. Also on a CD called Self Build. At the time I called it a mini album, but it's eight tracks, and that, that feels to me like it's an album. There we go, ticking the, the music part of the music comedy travel podcast. That track, I remember Roxy, Roxy Brennan, who is Two White Cranes, chatting about it when she performed it on stage at a number of shows at the end of last year that I witnessed. And she was telling me that the, she was telling the audience, not just me, I was sat in the audience. (laughs) She was telling everyone in attendance that the song was inspired by an episode of Grand Designs that she'd seen in which the house that was being constructed was constructed a little bit too close to the coastline and there was fear of erosion in the future. So yeah, it's a track called Eroded and you can own that album by purchasing it from lostmap.com today is the first of march which is a friday which i believe it will be bandcamp friday and if you went to lostmap.bandcamp.com you could pick up a copy of self build and you're not going to get a discount for it but we will receive (laughs) all of the money for what you pay for it a bit more money to go towards our own grand design dreams of building a house too close to the cliff face which is my personal dream. What is that metaphor for? Building your home just a little bit too close to the edge, just living your life just a little bit too close to the edge. What does that mean? What does that mean for you personally, Laura? I'd be like renting a overpriced flat too close to an Aldi or something, maybe. That's probably the Edinburgh equivalent of that. I think a lot of people could relate to that in a number of cities. (laughs) Roxy lives in Brighton and imagine there's lots of Aldis and Lidls that are very close to the sea. I feel like we've unlocked an element of that album there. Anyway, you can pick that up from the Lost Map web shop and from our band camp. How are you doing, Laura? Are you well? I am well, yeah. I've had quite a busy couple of weeks since the last thing you. I've been going out, I've been having quite a lot of beers outside. Not outside in the sun or anything because it's, it's been February, but like out of the house. <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> Been out and about, having some beers, going to gigs, seeing people. You were at the recent Savage Mansion show, I believe. I was there. There was a a little Lost Map 
trio, myself, Kate and Bart did a little bit of DJing, I say very loosely. For listeners, Laura's just done some quotation marks whilst saying the word DJ. I was hitting play on some tunes on Spotify before they went on. <laughs> and I messed it up quite a few times if anyone was there because I wasn't used to the trackpad on the laptop that I was using. So if anyone was there, I can only apologise. But I did play some pretty... I should say Laura is available for baptisms and bar mitzvahs <laughs> if, if you're looking for that. I can only apologise for my actions. Then I just hung out and chatted and drank and danced the rest of the night. It was good well, fun. That sounds... The shows were great. It was great to see Martha Fionn mm. as well and Savage Mansion. Oh my God. They're just so good from album to album. They're just such an amazing live I've act. received a lot of messages over the past week because Savage Mansion and Martha Fionn have been playing together a lot over the past week and I've received messages from pals who've been at the shows and the promoters who've been putting on the shows going, this is such great nights, such great bands. And it's not been helpful to me because I live on the island of Egg and I can't, I don't get to see. I have to live vicariously through the fans. I do appreciate you getting in touch, by the way, everyone, and letting me know what a great time you're having whilst I'm sat here on the island of Egg, where I'll be honest that there's not so much entertainment that comes to the island. I went out tonight for dinner with some other islanders on the other side of the island and I've had four beers, full disclosure. I'm drinking my fifth beer right now. It's a warm <laughs> can of Red Stripe, uh, which after last month's episode, I feel is now the prerequisite to any episode that we do from now on. But yeah, that's what counts for entertainment here in the Hebrides. I want to see more of my own bands. Pretty soon you're going to be on the mainland again, right? This is true. I'm playing at Leith Cricket Club on the 23rd of March. And let me tell you, if you want to come to that show, you better have a ticket because if you don't have a ticket, it's sold out. But fear not, I'm doing another show on the 31st of May, which I just announced last week. And but. if you want to come to that show, then tough luck. The tickets for that sold out within an hour of going on general sale. So yeah, you're not going to get to see me. Well, it was informative, <laughs> just to kind of say. I mean, it was sort of a humble brag there, wasn't it? That whole bit. It's a bit <laughs> it's awkward a bit, now, yeah. isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh I bet you wish you wanted like... to come and see me. <laughs> The Hebrides, Taylor Swift. <laughs> Trailer Swift. Thanks. Ooh. There we go. <laughs> Time to get sued now. <laughs> By the way, I endorse Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Just for any avoidance of doubt, I think people should know that the presidential candidate that I endorse is Donald <laughs> Trump. Okay. So all you British people should vote for Donald Trump. Thank you very much. And now here comes a recorded message about why you should join Postmap Club. <laughs> <laughs> that was a reference to the fact that everyone's quite upset about the fact that Taylor Swift is going to be endorsing Joe Biden, which to my mind is the only presidential candidate. This has taken a political I, turn. Maybe on... we should change the categories <laughs> on our podcast to political. <laughs> Specifically the US. Let's go and update them. <laughs> I don't think you can change them. We're going to be travel and comedy. Oh my God. <laughs> the rest of our lives. I'm really sorry. If you're here for travel and or comedy and all you're receiving is DIY music and some really terribly informed political opinions, then I'm sorry. 
I just think of all the things we're missing out on. Like we could be going on holiday with like Joe Lysett and doing like a wee weekend. But no, we're in our respective homes chatting about tunes, which is quite good as well. I love tunes. Don't you love tunes? Do you think there's a way that I could get access to any more tunes on the regular? Do you know what? I've heard of this thing on Lost Map Records called Post Map Club. Post Map? In a club? Yeah. What does that mean? Post a map club? What? What the fuck is Postmap Club? Postmap Club, Postmap Club, Postmap Club, it's a very nice club. Early in the morning, just as day is dawning, Victor's trail is talking loads of shite. It's a Postmap Club? Hmm. What, what is it, Johnny? The benefits are endless. Well, they're not endless. There is an end to it. There's a limit to the benefits of what you will receive from Postmap Club, which is Lost Map Records Membership Club. It's a club in which you pay us a bit of money each month, but in return you get something. It's not just cash that's going into the void. You get something. We send you postcards. Either physically or digitally. Excuse me. I'm just getting quite emotional Uh, uh, thinking about it. It is quite an emotional subject. It's quite emotional. I mean, I love getting post. It's great getting post. It's just one of those things where maybe you forget what time of the month it is and then you get home and then you'll see a lovely little package waiting for you. Postage. There's so much emotion that is wrapped around so postage, isn't there? I mean, there's the whole controversy around Royal Mail at the moment and people being put in prison unnecessarily for embezzling. This is Lost Maps Legal Department. Johnny, of course, means post office, not Royal Mail. So Royal Mail slander lawyers can fuck off. Thank you. Now, back to the show. The thing is, the ramifications are massive. They were innocent Mm. and it was computer programming gone wrong that got them. But also, at the end of the day, they might have slowed down people receiving their Postmap Club packages full full (laughs) of... (laughs) It's funny, I'm getting emotional you just talking about it. (laughs) I got quite emotional this month when I went to collect my post. On egg, we don't get anything delivered to our mailbox because no one has a mailbox, like a... Like a a letterbox. Letterbox. (laughs) I I, I struggled to think of what it was because I don't have one. (laughs) Why Uh, would you know something if you didn't have it? There's another metaphor. There you go. We've got a pigeonhole down at the egg shop and I have to go down and ask... Did I get any mail today? (laughs) And in the past month, I've had some really interesting mail. I've had reminders about car insurance and MOT stuff, which has been quite exciting. And then I also had a speeding ticket (laughs) from my recent tour as part of Independent Venue Week. I'm not blaming Independent Venue Week for the fact that I got a speeding ticket in the suburbs of London. But, you know, it didn't help. Okay, I am blaming Independent Venue Week. (laughs) I was touring, I played a show in London, I got a speeding ticket in a 20 mile an hour zone. I went 25 miles an hour in a 20 mile an hour zone. 20 is plenty, we know the rule. Well, I know. I was tired, I'd been driving for four hours, and when I heard the little plop in my pigeonhole (laughs) on egg, I felt emotional. I was like, I wonder if this is going to be a really exciting delivery of music. Oh no, it's a speeding ticket. (laughs) But the good thing about Postmap Club, just to bring it back, is that <laughs> that gentle <laughs> flop of post on your doorstep <laughs> might not be a speeding ticket. It might be 
three postcards from Lost Map Records with some brand new music, which is what Post Map Club will deliver to that, you, that if is, you if, you, if you join. That, yeah, essentially that is it. So that is the physical manifestation, and it's postcards, and they'll have beautiful <laughs> designs on them as well as download codes so you can listen to the music. So it isn't physical manifestation of music. What it is is a postcard will then lead you to the digital experience of music if that makes sense i don't know if it does make sense but what does make sense is (laughs) the fact that i need to feed my children please join postmap (laughs) club and the money some of it will go towards creating brand new music on lost map records and some of it will go towards feeding my children they're very hungry children starving my god (laughs) As Johnny's alluded to, it allows us to feed hungry children, but also the hungry <laughs> children of musicians and artists who we work with to yes. produce new content. So whether that is commissioning remixes or getting new artists on board or, you know, ones who are already on the roster to try out something new, you enable us to be able to enable you <laughs> to listen to good music basically so you know it's very reciprocal you can sign up for just three pounds a month and then you get some lovely music every month at the end of the day give us your fucking money <laughs> bob get out of my studio you shouldn't be here it's a nice club as well you get a membership badge you get exclusive access to pre-sales yes some gigs and our festival on egg as well the Helen Fling festival we've previously had some pre-sales for that you get a newsletter from me you get to become our best friend i'll be your best friend please join johnny has a lot of friends and he has so much space in his heart for more i've got so, so much free time please so much free join time join postmark club i'll send you a personal message if you want to know more about Postmap Club, go to lostmap.com forward slash club. What was that again? That was lostmap.com forward slash club. Club. I feel like we've, we must have got at least 20 new members just off the back of that alone. Oh, hang on. 35 people just unsubscribed. Oh, dear. Oh, yeah. If you join Postmap Club, please don't unjoin Postmap Club. <laughs> okay. Stay with us forever. Forever. And ever. <laughs> this month is the month of March 2024. And this month you will be receiving three postcards through your door, should you be a Postmap Club member. The first of which is by our good friend Matthew Gibb. He's not a member of the Bee Gees. He's actually a member of Kinboat. It's just a Kim, coincidence. Kimbiji. Kimbiji. Yeah, he's not a Gibb brother. He's no relation to any of the Bee Gees. Actually, he might be. We've never had that discussion, but he makes his own music under the name Kinbolt. And he's got a brand new single, which is out this month as part of Postmap Club. It's taken from his forthcoming album, Hemisphere. He's a Scottish electronic music producer and magician. He's not a magician. This is a brand new track <laughs> called Daily Vlogger uh, that's taken from the album. I have a little listen to a clip now. I don't know why I hate the way you make me feel. I don't know how you make it more real than real. Thumbs up in my dreams 
There must be other reasons, too. Can Felrenor and your friends? Experience a satisfying end. You just heard a clip of Daily Vlogger by Kinboat. That's taken from his new album Hemisphere out April 12th, 2024. If you are in or near Glasgow, you can also enjoy that and more at an album launch party at the Glad Cafe on Sunday the 14th of April. And I think that the show will be an audiovisual exploration of the album. There's going to be dedicated visuals for each of the tracks. Is that right, Johnny? That's right. He's made a music video or a visual for each track on the album hemisphere which will be screened behind the players whilst they're performing on the 14th of april yeah the album's out next month and yeah you should go to that show it's at the glad cafe kinboat doesn't perform live all that often it's quite a rare occasion so if you want to see something a little bit different the music is fantastic the album is really really beautiful so many different textures going on he's such an interesting artist matt and really delighted to be putting that album out if you want to see him perform live and see all those visuals, you should buy a ticket for that show at the Glad Cafe on the 14th of April. What a great plug. We're really good at this. Plug, plug, plug. Also, in this month's Postmap Club mail-out, we have a brand new postcard from our good friend Amy May Ellis, whose album Overling and Bell we released last May on Lost Map. And this brand new single... Minor Farmer is a track taken from that album and it comes with a remix by Elsa Hewitt who's a friend of Amy's and whose music I hadn't been familiar with before and discovered over the past month when Amy suggested that she do a remix. Elsa's own music is like really beautiful, textured, electronic, found sound sort of electronica I guess. I don't know how to describe it. Let's just have a wee listen to the remix and then I'm going to afterwards will inform you about some live shows that Amy Mielis is going to be doing very soon. That was the Elsa Hewitt remix of Amy Mae Ellis's track Minor Farmer, or rather it was a clip of it. If you want to hear the full thing, you need to join Postmap Club, mate. Yeah? Join the club! Join the bloody club. Mm-hmm. And then you'll get a postcard which will feature that track as a download code. 
Lovely. And if you want to see Amy Mielis as well, mm-hmm. uh, you can see her later this month, the 23rd of March in Bristol at oh. the Ritual Union. And then she's going on tour later this year with Willie Mason. Oh, uh, cool. so she'll be supporting young William between the 3rd and 18th of May. I'm not going to read them all out, but if you can see her in Dublin, Edinburgh, Newcastle, Leeds, Malvern, Cardiff, Reading, Margate, Cambridge, and double London. So if you want to head to amymeellis.com, you can see exactly the dates and the venues of those. That's a pretty good stretch if people want to go and see her. From Dublin to double London. <laughs> Sorry, let me do that again. From bloody Dublin to double London. <laughs> That's better, isn't it? That's the one. That's the one. Yeah, definitely not the second take of that was the best one. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay, so this month's featured interview on the podcast is with our good friend Adam Ross, the lead singer and songwriter with Randolph's Leap. This year, 2024, marks 10 years since the release of their debut album on Lost Map Records called Clumsy Knot. To me a little second then. <laughs> I had a little moment. Clumsy Knot. Ten, I mean, that's what 10 years will do. It'll erase yeah. your memory like that. It'll give you little blips. And then you'll you'll be stood in the central aisle in Lidl, <laughs> wondering who the hell you are. That doesn't happen that often in the Isle of Egg due to the fact that we don't have a Lidl. But I do remember very fondly the release of Clumsy Knot on Lost Map Records 10 years ago. I can't believe it. This Ten month, years. as part of Postmap Club, we are releasing Most Clunky which is the live album that came out a year later. Live versions of tracks from that album and a few other fan favourites. And you can get that full album as part of your Postmap Club subscription this month. And we thought it would be a fitting homage, a fitting tribute to get in touch with Adam to ask him about his memories of the making of the record and how Randolph's Leap came together. And uh, 10 years. We did this last year, I know. Now it's 10 years since 10 years ago. So we're doing it again. Every year is 10 years. Another 10 years. Yeah. And then it'll be 20 years. 10 years. I can't believe it's been 20 years. I can't believe it's been 10 years since we last talked about it being 10 years ago. If you want to hear Adam Ross talking about the making of Clumsy Knot by Randall Sleep, well, you can just don't do anything. Just stay still. Stay still because it's happening right now. An interview with Adam Ross. Here we go. I can't dance to this music anymore I'll give it one last chance then I'm walking out the door On a city train and wishing I could feel more free The bizarre station names that pass me by means nothing to me and as I lose myself to memories of days gone by I think I'm going to get out of here Cross my loop and hope to die Hi, I'm Adam Ross from the band Randolph's Leap It's a dreich, foggy day here in the northeast of Scotland So I've been at home mostly, sat behind the laptop just finished a music project with a local primary school where I help them write and record songs. As you might imagine, the recording sessions require quite a lot of editing, so I'm taking a break from that. I'll give it one last chance, then I'm walking out 
I wanted a musical alias because it wasn't really a band at that time it was mostly me on my own and kind of a primarily recorded project as I was quite into DIY home recording but I was starting to play live a lot more with other people so settled on the name Randolph's Leap which is named after a spot on the river Fintorn near where I grew up and I met most of the other band members at uni I studied a music degree and by far the best thing about it was the people that I met there so my pal Gareth, he was the first in, followed by Ian, Vicky and Andy. Initially my brother Colin played violin, but he was replaced by Heather. Eventually the brass players Ali and Fraser joined a bit later and Ian eventually moved away to be replaced by Adam Florence and Gareth left the band and we brought in Pete, who we'd been working with on recordings. So yeah, back in 2009, we got a small arts grant to make some recordings at Green Door Studio in Glasgow. And that was actually the first time everyone had been in the same room together. That became an EP, which was the first ever released by Olive Grove Records in 2010. And that was back during the time when people still actually read music blogs. And we were really lucky to benefit from that because people would discover our music through blogs and come to gigs and buy records. It was like, Quite a nice, organic way to find an audience. Not like all this social media stuff nowadays. And that same year, we got to play at the Fence Records Halloween All Day at Stereo in Glasgow. And that was when I started to get to know Johnny. I think I sent him a poem, actually, and he asked us to play. I'd recorded a wee cassette album called Curse of the Haunted Headphones, which was recorded on an 8-track and had loads of tape hiss and mistakes and out-of-tune guitars, but Johnny was into it. In fact, I think Johnny would probably still say it's my best work. We ended up doing a 7-inch EP for Fence Records. Much to Johnny's horror, I booked us into the lovely Swish Chem 19 studios to record a full band, glossy arrangement of the song Hermit and a couple of others. And that was basically the end of Fence Records. Living in the woods to prove to you I could be brave. I'd save myself from the new wave by living in a cave. And so home began to mean much more than it had done before. And I soon decided I would try to find the reason why. ended nothing to do with us Johnny like the Obi-Wan Kenobi of Scottish Indie came back stronger and more powerful than I could imagine with Lost Map Records and that's where our first proper album Clumsy Knot was released and that was a whole 10 years ago the tracks were pulled together from a few different recording sessions and the idea was that it would be a kind of patchwork quilt of different textures from lo-fi home recordings to full band studio things like Hermit 
all tied up in a clumsy knot. We were at a bit of a crossroads at that point where everything I'd done previously had been pretty DIY and home recorded, but we were starting to explore the potential of the full live band, which had grown to eight people by this point. And we had quite a lot of songs to choose from, even had enough tunes left over for a mini album called Real Anymore, which was recorded during the same sessions. As I say, we did a bit at Chem 19 and some with Pete McDonald, who went on to join the band. We recorded in his home studio, which I think I'm right in saying had formerly been a Polish embassy and teenage fan club's rehearsal space. And then there were some obligatory home recordings from me in there as well. But I think, miraculously, it flows pretty well as an album. I mean, I'm talking from memory. There's no way I'm listening back to it now. Gina, oh Gina, can I leave early today? Gina, oh Gina, I need to get away. I've been working all year long without a holiday. The song that surprised me most from the album is I Can't Dance to This Music Anymore. I remember writing it while walking through Pollock Park on my way to my job in the gift shop at the Burrell Collection. But we'd recorded a couple of different versions of it and for a long time it wasn't in the live set at all. But there was this strange discovery after the album came out where we played it live just to sort of change things up a bit and realised that people liked it. So it's been in the set basically every single gig ever since. Another song that sort of stood the test of time is Weatherman. It was recorded in three or four different locations, I think, including Ian's bathroom. I do remember writing it and being excited about playing it live because it's it's quite an easy one to convey the message of because it's basically a story song. And of course, it led to us working with the king of weathermen, Michael Fish, He came up to Glasgow and filmed a video for the song in a freezing cold warehouse. We took him out for dinner and he quite rightly ordered the most expensive thing on the menu. He showers you with sunny guarantees But I swear to you it's just an empty There's a song on the album called Black and Blue, which doesn't get played live very often at all. And I think that's because I prefer the recorded version to anything we've managed to put together live. It's a really simple recording, just a repeating drum loop and some guitars, but there's kind of dreaminess and warmth to it that I really like. And, you know, it's one of those recordings that just sort of takes care of itself and always been quite fond of that one I don't want to be here 
Did I make myself clear? I don't want to be like I need to address Isle of Love. Now, as a band, we've had the term twee flung at us a few times and, you know, I've not always felt it's justified, but holy shit, Isle of Love is the tweeest thing around. I don't really know what I was thinking. I guess I'd been listening to a lot of Jonathan Richman and that's maybe sort of what I was going for. And as with a lot of my songs, it's, you know, it's meant to be tongue-in-cheek, really. No, I wouldn't say it's one of my favourites, especially listening back now. But it's potentially made me more hard cash than any other song, as it went on to inspire a couple of Scottish playwrights to create an entire theatre show called The Isle of Love, which toured around Scotland for three weeks, and it was built around about 20-odd Randolph Sleep songs so I got to be part of the live cast and yeah it was an incredible experience so you know no regrets Oh the stress and strain you can rise above it there's a place I know and I think you'll love it we can get away from the noise and chatter and reconnect with the things that matter they have fields of grass so Long and soft that if you fall down then you might get lost But you won't mind cause it feels so nice I hope this magic might entice you to the Isle of Love The Isle of Love Okay, the next question in front of me asks, what have I done since Clumsy Nut? Which is a terrifying question to ask. What have I done in the last 10 years that's worth talking about? As a band, we've continued to write, record, perform. We've released four full-length official albums and a bunch of other bonus releases, including the most clunky live album, which features full band versions of quite a few Clumsy Knot songs. Most clunky is, of course, an anagram of Clumsy Knot. Those live recordings turned out really well, I think. Big thanks to Robin Sutherland, who recorded it. It was a lost map Christmas gig at Portobello Town Hall, in case anyone wonders why you can hear me sing Merry Christmas at the end of the final song. Speaking of final songs, I'm really glad we captured the live version of Light of the Moon that's on there, because it's one of the songs that changed the most from the album version and I've always liked bands that reimagine their songs in a live setting even when Bob Dylan does it
So 10 years later, what do we have planned for this year? Well, we've got enough songs to start recording a new album. So hopefully we'll get to work on that soon. And we'll have some gigs this year as well. In the meantime, I've got a solo album coming out on the 24th of May. It's produced by Andrew Vasilik. It's got all gorgeous strings and piano and stuff on it, and I'm very pleased with it. So keep an eye out for that, please. Big thanks to Lost Map for putting Clumsy Not Out way back in 2014 when I was young and fresh-faced. And thank you to them for organising this re-release. Thank God they kept all the original files. Because I didn't. Bye. We started out fine, but look how it ended up. We started out fun, but now the house is on fire. You stand there in the grass with your head in your hands In sailing attire I know people like me like to judge people like me I know people like me like to judge people like me. Look at how we stood in the photograph. There are no mysteries to solve. Try to hold myself in a certain way Like I was involved I know people like me like to judge People like me I know people like me like to judge people like me. Sometimes I don't know if I'm natural. I might be Once a month I'm highly excitable And overly keen I know people like me like to judge People like me I know people like me like to judge people like me
It started out fun, but now the house is on fire. That was Unnatural. It was a live version taken from the live album Most Clunky by Randall Sleep. And that is available to all Postmap Club members this month in your mail out. You get the entire live album. It was recorded at the end of 2014 as part of the Christmas Baubles event that we did at Portobello Town Hall. And it was released on Record Store Day in 2015 on limited edition vinyl, which sold out very quickly. And now you've got the entire album on your postcard. But if you would like a physical version, we are doing a double CD of Clumsy Knot and Most Clunky by Randolph Sleep in a very, very limited edition run. It's a double CD, contains both albums and also a series of bonus tracks that were previously only available on some also very, very limited edition postcards. These postcards that the B-sides were released on were pre-Postmap Club and it was at a time when we didn't sell many postcards. <laughs> so let me tell you, there might only be 10 people who've heard these tracks before. If you are a Randolph Sleep completist, or if you're just a fan of very good songwriting, indeed, you should pick up the double CD, which for Postmap Club members, let me tell you, you get a 15% discount as a member by using your monthly code. You can see the album available on our web shop this month. Thank you to Adam for doing that interview. Adam's got a brand new album coming out very shortly. And yes, it's going to be doing a whole bunch of live dates around it. We'll include a link to those in the show notes with today's podcast. And I say that only because I don't have them written down in front of me. (laughs) But I do love you very much, Adam. Thank you so much for doing that interview. Okay, so we've talked about all the music that's coming out through Postmap Club this month, Laura, but now we reach the section of the show that I like to call Recommendations. Recommendations. Oh, that's nice. Is that a theme tune? I think we should get one. We do need a theme tune. Maybe we're not paying Joe enough to do a Recommendations theme tune. We'll soon find out. If this episode goes out (laughs) and there's no theme tune, it's because we've not paid Joe enough money to do a Recommendations theme tune. Working to rule, which I respect. So, If you want to hear a recommendations theme tune, join Postmap Club and we might put some of that money towards Joe's creative exploits. But until that point, Laura Doherty, do you have any recommendations for this month? I mean, the only thing that I can think of right now is I went <laughs> for a delicious meal yesterday. Oh yeah. And I keep thinking about that. I went to a place called Leftfield in the south side of Edinburgh. It's near the meadows. It's beautiful. You've got like the view of Arthur's seat when you're looking out across the meadows. You can see all that. See all that. <laughs> you can see, see all that, that. Arthur's well, seat. So where is it? Is it like in Marchmont or something? Whereabouts? Yeah, I, I think so. Um, do you know what? My geography in that side of town isn't great. But yeah, I think, I guess like Marchmont. The other side of Summerhall towards the meadows. Yeah, exactly. All right. Okay. Very nice. Um, Quite studenty around there. Very studenty. Or like near the golf tavern, like just up from there. Oh yeah. But it's really lovely. It's a seafood restaurant. So if you're into seafood, it is it's just so nice. I had a starter at this like roasted octopus and it was on like a baba ganoush base mm. and it was just like really beautiful. And then for the main I had some sea trout on like a pearl barley. A duvet of pearl barley. 
<laughs> Hasselback potatoes and some just like delicious broccoli. It was, oh, it was so good. And then, oh, I had a martini as well. Oyster in my pocket, it was called. So you could get an oyster on the side, but they put oyster shells in with the vodka to like infuse the vodka so it tastes really briny in like the sea. So it's really super briny martini. Oh my God, um, I'll be honest, you're not selling it. <laughs> that sounds horrendous. But if you like a martini, if you like like a... Anyway, it's really delicious. It just tastes like the sea. It's oh. really lovely. Um, I mean, it sounds like it literally tastes like the sea. But and, then, well, and, then I, and then I ate an oyster. So you sort of like have the oyster and then wash it down with martini. It was delicious. And it's called Left Field. Left Field. Cool, I'll check it out next time I'm down. I do like seafood. Really nice staff as well, like serving. So had a lot of wine and then went for a walk and then we were like, oh, we'll go for a couple of pints. And then what we did was drink until closing time. So I'd less recommend that. because What, today... in the same establishment? No, 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 no. We went elsewhere. How about you? So my recommendation this month is off the back of last month's very populist recommendation of The Traitors. <laughs> Hey guys, I'll let you in on this little secret. Here's my recommendation. It's the most popular TV show in the nation, The Traitors. <laughs> Off the back of that solid recommendation, I'm recommending to you, the listener, that you at least have a listen to the number one album in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> Entitled Tank by Idols. It's so funny. I listened to Idols' new album, Tank, thinking... This is a band that probably isn't for me. I've seen so much written about them over the last seven or eight years. I mean, mm. they've been going for a good number of albums. And then there's tracks that I've listened to of theirs that I have enjoyed and thought, oh, this is cool. This is a nice band. But I've never really thought this is a band that is being directed at me and that I would ever properly enjoy. And then I listened to their recent album, Tank, and it's amazing. They've yeah, targeted they, you. They've targeted. I mean, I don't know if this is the beginning of the end. <laughs> For idols, but they've targeted me as their fan base. <laughs> Certainly, I'm very much into the new record. I think it's really great. Every track on it, beautifully put together. It's melodic. It's exciting. There's a lot of unexpected moments that happen throughout. For me, at least as a listener, having not been totally familiar with their back catalogue, other than the occasional single, I just thought it was really great. It's the first album that's hit number one that I've enjoyed probably since David Bowie's Black Star, which is like eight years ago. It's funny when you kind of yeah. have moments like this where you're like, oh, wow, I like what most of the country likes. Actually, that's not true, though, is it? Most of the country probably doesn't like idols. Well, they're just, just their, their fans are so motivated to go out and buy things, aren't they? So like they would do it in the first week. So I imagine there was a, a massive drive to get it to be number one. And it worked. I was chatting to my friend Simon about them and he said that I think they were kind of famed for being quite a sloganeering punk band or like maybe their detractors had kind of pinned them as being this sloganeering punk band. And actually mm. this record, there's real depth to it. There's like a lot of really great melodies. The production and sound throughout is really rich and just the variety of sound on it and the variety of approach to songwriting is really interesting to me. The dynamic of the performance on it is really interesting. It really caught me and I very much enjoyed it. And for a little second, I felt like I was young again. That's probably put f***ing everyone off buying that, <laughs> that album. <laughs> but yeah, I very much enjoyed it. I think it's one of those things where when a band like that seems to cut through the zeitgeist and 
there's a public consciousness an awareness of of who they are i think it's an exciting thing i'd recommend the idols album don't write them off of what you've read before i think it's a, a um, good one to yeah. check out I'll check it out. I've I've never, you know, I've never been like necessarily put off them. They were just never really on my radar so much before. I think that uh, something about the fandom kind of puts me off a wee bit sometimes when it just seems too much to get into because it's like I'm not going to go to every single gig. What if I like them? For me, it's always felt like it's been targeted at a much younger audience. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I really enjoyed it, and I felt young and cool again. <laughs> Man, I can't wait to feel young and cool so I will listen to them thanks very much for the recommendation Johnny thank you for your recommendation thank you for my recommendation <laughs> hope we've both unlocked new cultural experiences for our audience <laughs> to close today's episode we've got a track from the recent EP by Seamus Fogarty this is a Irish Gaelic song do you know how to pronounce the track title Laura? I don't but I'll give it a good go so let's go for Thomas Van McCogan. Do you think that seems about right? I mean, I, I almost seemed like you were too confident going into that. You thought that was too confident? Thomas Van McCogan. Thomas Van McCogan. Is that the guy that's in um, Saltburn? <laughs> that's his brother. All right, okay. <laughs> his more fully clothed brother. <laughs> Thomas Van McCogan. <laughs> Seamus has got some live shows coming up, hasn't he? He has got some and they are generally in Ireland. So if you are in Ireland this spring, actually, well, tomorrow, if you're listening on the 1st, tomorrow, March 2nd, you'll be at Ballydehob. 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 Did I say Ballydehob? I'm going to get, I'm gonna I mean, get excommunicated from I, my Irish family. <laughs> I have no idea if that's how you pronounce it. But. I don't know where that is. But anyway, and then on the 3rd in Limerick... The 7th, Dublin, the 8th, Belfast, the 9th, Waterford, and the 10th, Galway. That's a lovely little spring tour. I mean, the that weather is will be nice. one of the most Irish tours of all time, just it from is. those dates. I love Seamus' live show. Oh, And listen to his records. Seamus is just a star. So if you're in Ireland, I hope we've got some listeners in Ireland. I hope we've got some... If you are a listener and you are based in Ireland and you have listened this far into the podcast, please send us an email to club at lostmap.com and you don't have to say anything, just just say, yeah, I've listened. On that bombshell, that is the end of today's episode of the Lost Map podcast. Well done, you've listened right to the end and we'll catch you again next month. Thank you to Laura Doherty, my co-host. Thank you very much to Joe Cormack for editing so much of today's programme. Thanks so much, Joe. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, I hope it goes out on March 1st. It might take him a week to edit this. <laughs> we'll catch you again next month and maybe I'll have less cans. Should I have more cans? Yeah. Let us know. Club at lostmap.com. Bye. Bye.
سماش فون کیگان Oh, uh-huh.